This is a really good time to talk about stress. And Sandra Thabod talks about getting ahead of stress before it derails you. This is really good news for these strange times. So grab yourself a friend and a glass of wine and enjoy. Today I get to talk with Sandra Thibault, who is doing something near and dear to my heart by helping women to relieve stress. And actually, I shouldn't say women. I kind of focus on women. You probably help everybody. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fantastic. Um, so the um, reversing the effects of stress, recovering your full potential for work, love, and life. This is all of what I stand for with 360 Life Strategies, just helping people to access that life um, that they may not even understand is just beyond their grasp. So let's dial it back, Sandra, and tell us what got you into this work and, and tell us a little bit about who you are and who your people are. Sure, sure. Well, you know what? I love that you're helping people access, you know, what they love to do because it's very similar to what I'm trying to do is really get people to stop tolerating stress because anytime you let anything go on for very long, it just makes it that much harder to fix it. Right. So I got into this actually about 25 years ago after finishing my doctoral courses in psychology, I joined the Navy of all things as oh, a psychologist. Wow. And the first year they're like, you're going to teach stress management to the medical staff. And I'm thinking, oh my God, <laughs> I better know what I'm doing. Cause what do we normally do when we're stressed? We go out with friends, we drink, especially in our twenties. Right. Oh yeah. And the, lots of wine happening at that time. Yeah. So I did all this research and I started teaching the staff and barely got through the basics because they didn't really understand stress management either. And so I did it several times. I started doing it for active duty Navy. Then I got stationed on a Marine Corps base and started doing it for Marines. And then when I got out of the military, I thought, okay, you know, that's a done deal. But then I started working at Kaiser Permanente in California and found myself teaching stress management there as well. Nice. And 20 plus years later, I'm still teaching stress management. And like I said, my focus is really getting people to just take it seriously. Don't wait until you're just at your wits end to start right. saying you're going to start dealing with your stress. People often wait until they're really in a critical condition, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I don't want people to do that. Because you have to rewire your old habits. Yes. Out of that thinking. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And then they want a quick fix and there's no quick fix. I'm like, if you've been doing this for, for decades, there's nothing that's going to undo it, but like just getting down to the basics and doing what needs to happen. Right. Okay. So, um, give us a scenario. You've worked with some pretty big organizations there, the Navy, the Marine, Kaiser Permanente. Yes. So, um, you know, people in an organization like Kaiser, for instance, big health organizations, people at all different levels of leadership, all of them experience stress to some degree, whether it's work-induced or something they, they import from home Yes. and try to deal with. So where do you start? What does it look like in the program that you create in an organization? 
Well, I start by teaching people the physiological effects of stress because basically it, it looks different for all of us, but on a biological level, it really happens in the same way for all of us. And so what happens when we get to our wits end is that our stress response system has just been firing off way too many times. It's kind of short circuiting. And so to get people to really get their stress response system in a normal level so that you're only reacting appropriately to things that require that and you're not just flying off the handle because it's the straw that broke the camel's back. So really I'm trying to get people to not just deal with stress in the moment, but get yourself to the point where your level of stress is lowered, like permanently lowered, and you can handle whatever's happening in your life much more easily. And you might even feel like, yeah, hey, this is not a big deal to me anymore. I can handle this, as opposed to feeling completely overwhelmed and just feeling like, I don't know if I can go on. Well, I just heard someone the other day tell this story that the way that she responds to disappointment or something she doesn't agree with that her husband buys. <laughs> uh, it doesn't affect her the way it used to because she has learned how to dial back that response. Exactly. What you're saying sounds a lot like emotional intelligence, but I think you're getting at a physiological level where That's there might right. be a cerebral knowledge of emotional intelligence, but you can't access it because your amygdala has hijacked your, your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good way of explaining That is a great way of explaining it, yes. And we have to understand that nature didn't separate our minds from our bodies. Yeah. You know, that's something that happened years ago during when the church was in power and Descartes wanted to experiment on bodies and the church was like, that's desecration. And so that's when the idea of, you know, the mind is one thing and the body is something other that, that that idea started, but really whatever affects one is going to affect the other. And you have to know how to make it all work as one integrated system. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the 360 in 360 life strategies. They're so intrinsically integrated. You can't, you can't attack issues of the body without thinking about the mind. There's so much illness and disease that is formed through our thoughts. Yes. Um, and then, you know, the whole aspect of your soul and acknowledging that there's something bigger than just us little humans walking around here, it just provides a, a canvas for, for understanding how it all weaves together. Absolutely. So how do you teach the, um, that holistic part and you're, you know, you, you've started with the physiological effects. Now they're scared to death. Now they realize that <laughs> they can change. So where do they go from there? Do you have a program that's, you know, a, a day or multi-weeks? How does it work? Yeah, I know. It is a couple of days. I, I tell people that a lot of what they find on the internet is just incredibly watered down because just the, the, the topic of stress itself is a huge topic. And then you have another topic on burnout. Like burnout and stress are two different things. That is an entirely different topic in and of itself. And then you can have an, a third day just on resiliency and all the studies that have been done on what makes somebody resilient and how do you acquire those, those characteristics. So yeah, it is, it's, a, it's a multifaceted program. So I've done anywhere from from several, you know, one day a week kind of for over the course of several weeks to just people just wanting a one hour introduction. And I, I find myself 
um, talking very quickly when I do that one hour because I'm so wanting to get as much information packed into that one hour to change people's lives. And it's kind of hard to get people to understand how big a topic stress really is. And, and you really need to take the time to, to know as much as possible so that you are able to handle a wide variety of situations, a wide variety of different physiological responses, mental, emotional responses. So it is, yeah, so I love, as you can tell, I'm probably starting to talk really quickly right now because it's a topic I'm excited about. Yeah, I do the same thing. I love it. And I do, a lot of the people that I coach are executive women who are at a point of burnout because they've reached a point where their competency has taken them to a precipice. And yes. they wonder, do I need to change jobs or is there a better way to manage this? It sounds like we could do some work together. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I see. I work for a large organization right now and I'm not sure if I'm able to say the name of it, but I'm basically the, the person that, that, they, that any of the employees can contact for any kind of assistance that they need. And so, yeah, I do a wide variety from teaching them stress management to, you know, life coaching skills and emotional intelligence, because it is all related in so, terms yeah. of how do you, how do you get through this thing called life and get through it as best as possible. Yeah. So you've created a hotline basically. Is that yes. how it works? Well, that, that well I have an office there on site at the, at this company, at okay. this large company. And so, okay. you know, just made it easy for, for their employees to just come and see me at any time that, that they need to. And so it could be anywhere from, you know, a couple of sessions to a couple of months of sessions. Are there a number of people who come repeatedly? Or do you- There, do you there are a few people them? who come repeatedly. <laughs> it just depends on the, to on the topic. So if it's something like anxiety, then, you know, we just, you know, deal with it within a couple of months and then I don't really see them again. Other people, when it's, it's, if they're wanting to come for general life coaching, they'll come for a specific topic. I won't see them for a while. And then they'll come back and be like, Hey, let's work on this. So it Good. depends. I wonder how many people uh, recognize that they are actually, what kind of reaction that they're having. Like, I'd like to talk about some of the signs and symptoms that sure. stress and anxiety present in our lives mm -hmm. that, that would signal, oh, I need to, to talk to Sandra because um, like my daughter got stomach aches and all through college, really debilitating stomach aches and didn't eat. And I thought, well, this is strange. I know she loves food. So yeah. is that just a sign of anxiety? Absolutely. So here are the three most common ones. Uh -huh. So the first one is sleep. Uh -huh. So a lot of times sleep is going to be the first thing to go because a lot of times we have things that are going on in the back of our minds. We're not very really aware of it, but our bodies are aware of it. And you just can't relax long enough to get that full night of restful sleep. Yeah. So that is one primary thing. Mm -hmm. The other one is when you stop, when you notice that you're stopped doing self-care activities that you normally would do. So if someone who has been really dedicated to exercising is just going, oh, I don't have time to exercise. Right. And they're dropping that off their off the plate for something that's, you know, stressful, that's taking its place. Or someone who's normally a really good eater and then they find themselves like just really going towards the junk food 
So whenever you've got a healthy habit that you're finding that you don't quote unquote have time for anymore, or you short circuit it, or you do something else, that's, a, that's another sign that you need to start looking at, okay, what's really happening in your life right now? Yeah. And the third is similar to what your daughter had met, had, had experienced. If you've got some kind of physical ailment going on, a lot of times people will reach out to their medical doctor before they reach out to a counselor, a coach, mm-hmm. or a psychologist. And the, so the doctors will most, li- will most likely not have a good reason for why you're having that symptom. So that's another cue that you really need to look elsewhere, that maybe it's not purely biological what's happening to you physically. Interesting. So you think most doctors are not equipped to diagnose anxiety? No, I'm not saying that they're not equipped to diagnose anxiety, but I'm saying that if you're going in for, you know, like let's say you have a stomach ache Mm -hmm. and you don't have a virus going on, there's no stomach flu, there's no bug, there's nothing showing up on medical tests to explain why you have this, the, the stomach ache, chances are it's probably anxiety related. So, so I'm just saying that if there's no, got if you yeah. can't point to, oh yeah, we've, you've, you've got an infection going on or something like that, then you really should look at, you know, well, what's really behind this physical ailment? Like this neck pain is chronic back pain that I'm having. Okay. And that's what I was going to ask. Are there any other kind of flagship or repeating physical symptoms that you see that point directly to anxiety or stress. Yeah, headaches. Yeah. You know, I'm a yoga instructor. I teach um, mindfulness, meditation, and movement really as, you know, a way of keeping stress at bay. (laughs) It's so funny. I I saw myself in in this list because when I'm really busy developing my business, my personal yoga practice tends to go on the back burner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually robbing you of <laughs> a better interview because I didn't have yoga today. So how do you help people to prioritize those things that they need to do? Well, they, I really have to get them to get to a, a, a place where they have to understand that if you start dropping off your self-care activities, in no, while you're dealing with the stress, you're using up your internal resources. And if you're not doing something to get those re, those resources filled back up, you are going to hit rock bottom. It's like trying to drive a car and never stopping to put gas in it or never getting that oil change. You're, you can think, oh, well, I'll just get it. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it the next day. You know, one, what's skipping one oil change or what? But it's a really big deal. So I just have to get people to commit And a lot of times it's a lot easier for people if they have somebody who's holding them accountable where they know that they have to come back the following week and say, I didn't do this. Nobody wants to do that. So they will do it just so that they don't have to say, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Uh When you have accountability. Yes. Because then you have to have a conversation about like, okay, what's going on that you don't care enough about yourself to do this for yourself. So that takes you down a whole other path. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Accountability is kind of where things get serious. Yes. So in terms of your practice, you are working on site with an organization, but you still do coaching? On- uh, yes. Yes. So I'm, I have part of my week, I'm on site for this large company. And then the rest of the time I do, I have a whole stress management company with um, guided meditation and online classes and books and then access to me as well. 
That's fantastic. So if, if somebody was looking for someone to come in and do something with their company, how would they get in touch with you? Well, they could either email me at sandra.tabo.phd at gmail.com, or they can reach me through my website, which is stressintel.com. So okay. www.stressintel.com. Yeah. So I have a lot of videos as well. I have, I try to put up a lot of free videos for people just to get them, you know, uh, have a, great baseline as to, you know, what stress is and what it's not and understanding um, the, what they should be focusing on when they're trying to reduce stress. Good. I'll definitely include a link to your YouTube channel. It'll be important. I'm going to play this on the, the week of um, personal strategies for self-care <laughs> so uh, we can equip women to bring all of who they are to work. I think a lot of women, a lot of people don't even realize what being healthy feels like mm -hmm. but many people have never really felt healthy and um, to, to have access to preventive tools like this is just life-giving yeah practice this in your whole, in your own life and please tell us that you, you <laughs> maybe failed once or twice How did well remember when back when I told you it was when I was in the military and teaching this so I was teaching all of this, but not necessarily practicing it at the time. Uh -huh. and I developed migraines while really? I was in the military. Yes. And these migraines were not like typical migraines. They were almost daily. So I had to be on medication, not like, oh, if you have a migraine, take this medication. But I had to be on medication daily just to prevent a migraine from coming on. Wow. And when I got out of the military, I was, I was just like, I am too young to be on medication yeah. for the rest of my life. And it just, and that's when I woke up and said, I need to start practicing what I've been teaching people yeah. this yeah. entire time. Right. And so I did that. And I am really happy to say that I have been migraine free for decades now. That's amazing. And if I feel like a migraine is about to come on, I immediately implement stress management techniques and I can prevent it from coming on. I can't remember the last time I actually had to take medication for, for a migraine that, that I wasn't able to stop. That's beautiful news for somebody who suffers from migraines. Whenever I meet somebody who has to cancel a meeting because of a migraine, it's just it's debilitating. Yes, it, it really was. I mean, can you imagine trying to listen to somebody who is depressed and possibly suicidal and all you want to do is turn off the lights and be in silence? Yeah, it is debilitating. You know, anybody who's never had a migraine just really doesn't realize it is just not like a regular headache. Yeah, I've heard and I'm glad that I can say that I haven't experienced it. But I do know that it it's a problem with a lot of people who probably could prevent it if they have some good techniques from you. That's pretty amazing. I know most of us tend to go a little bit faster than our body wants to take us. <laughs> and yes. I just heard a, a talk yesterday about um, the fact that if you're doing what you're really here to do and designed to do, there really shouldn't be any 
rushing or hurry in your life. There's plenty of time to get everything done that needs to get done. And that's a reminder to me that when I am feeling rushed and hurried and I don't take time for yoga or meditation, that's a good indication that I'm actually working out of like effort and striving and not actually just leaning in to. Yes. Yes. And we need these kinds of reminders. I mean, I love the sign that's behind you. And, yeah. you know, I have little post-it notes, you know, around my house as well for me and my children. We just need reminders because life will just force you to just go, go, go. And unless there's something that's around you to remind you, take a breath, slow yeah. down, enjoy what you have, feel grateful. It's easy to, to just forget and just keep going. I and mean, even if you're doing what it is that you're meant to do, it's really easy to just keep doing it nonstop because right. you're enjoying it. But as I mentioned earlier, you're still using up a lot of resources in order to do it. And you need to be able to find some moments where you can replenish yourself. True. Absolutely. It's really important. And even setting a reminder on your watch. Um, yes on your phone to stop and breathe and take a walk i have to admit that even though i teach this sometimes i work right through that reminder but as soon as i get off this call i'm going to go for a walk i promise i'm going to do it good okay. so um after you've had a really good day of work and you're going to sit down and drink a glass of wine not because you're stressed or because you need it but because you want to treat yourself to a glass of wine what is it that you like to drink you know, I am a fan of old vine Zinfandels. Uh-huh. I really love a a wonderful red wine that can pair up nicely with a meal, but also stand alone as just something that you can just sip and enjoy on its own. Good. Do you have a particular label that you prefer? You know what? I have several labels that I really enjoy. Um, Seven Deadly Zins is really nice. Uh -huh. um, there is a, a, a label that actually I think is called Old Vine Zinfandel that yes. is really nice as well. Yeah, I'm looking at the labels here. There are quite a few. I have seen Seven Deadly Zins. It's always a fun one to take to a party, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, I always put the, uh, if somebody gives me a specific label, I put it in my wine palace with your name on it so that people know that Sandra recommends this wine. Awesome. <laughs> so, that is fantastic. A wine palace board on Pinterest. And yes, it's modeled after Sherlock Holmes' mind palace <laughs> when I adopted that. <laughs> um, so you can look for your label on the wine palace. Um, I'm so glad we met, and we're probably going to have to to talk again. I can see some synergy, some ways that we could work together in, you know, even a day retreat or something like that. Yes. Uh, so we should just stay in touch. That would be fantastic. I've had many people ask me about doing a retreat, and I'm like, I, I just wouldn't know, like, where, where to find a place to do that. So you know, that would be awesome. My superpower is creating the platform and pulling in the brilliant people. And so I, I love doing this. And so I'm, I'm going to look and I'm going to, I'm going to look for the next opportunity and you invite all your friends and I invite all my friends and maybe we'll get a third person. Uh, the, the, the power of um, three yes. is yes. amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm all for it. want to see people get back to life. Thanks so much, Sandra. Thanks for your time. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Good deal. Have a good day.
Thank you. You too. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Women, Wine, and Leadership. If you're looking for more personal strategies to live your whole life in a really excellent way, I encourage you to go to 360 Life Strategies on Facebook and just check out all the strategies that we post on a regular basis. Stay in touch with our conversation on Instagram at Donna Carlson 360. And you know, if you're curious and you want to know what else is going on, go to 360lifestrategies.com, sign up for our mail list. And most of all, would you rate this podcast? Because gosh, I just want to know what's working for you and what we should keep doing. Have a great day and join us next time.